You're listening to the Biggest Loser Fan Podcast with Cliff Ravenscraft and Father Roderick. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Biggest Loser Fan Podcast. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And I am Father Roderick. We are here again, finally, after a couple weeks off. We've had some wonderful vacation time. We've had a wonderful time in Boston. I think we've got a lot of things to catch people up on. But Father Roderick, if you wouldn't mind, tell people what this show is normally about, just in case they're checking this thing out for the very first time. Well, we started this show because we're both fans of The Biggest Loser uh, TV show that is well-known all across the world. It's, it has multiple incarnations, but of course, the most of our listeners are from the United States right now, and so they have access to uh, the, the this ongoing series of uh, Biggest Loser seasons, Biggest Loser couple seasons, and uh, there's a new season coming up. Uh, very soon, I think in a couple of weeks from now. And what we originally did was we just watched the show and then we talked about certain topics that were addressed in these episodes of The Biggest Loser TV show. And then we would relate that to our own journey towards a healthier and more balanced life and in our quest also to lose some pounds in the process. And uh, we quickly realized that we uh, a part of our audience wasn't even watching the show on TV. They just wanted to talk and hear us talk about that journey towards a healthier life. And so that's kind of how the show has evolved over time. Instead of just being like a, a rehash of what happened on TV this week, we just, we still watch the show. We still enjoy it, but we also talk, um, we, we, we try to focus on, on the stuff that we learn through you know, programs like The Biggest Loser. But we've also talked about a show like uh, Losing It with Jillian. And, um, and sometimes we do episodes just about health in general and about just catching up and, and hearing from you. And uh, we, we, we love to hear your part of the story as well because basically this is a very kind of community-based podcast. We try to share our journey with you and we love it if we hear back from you so that we can help each other and support each other and encourage each other to, to pursue this. Absolutely. And in fact, uh, Father Roderick, I think it'd be an interesting thing before we get caught up and tell people why we've been gone for a couple of weeks and stuff like that, to just show people what it sounds like when you call in on our voicemail feedback hotline, which is available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. The phone number to call is 859-795-4067. Again, the phone number is 859-795-4067. And you can call in and talk to us just like Donna did. And here's our, our, our voice feedback from Donna right now. Good morning. My name is Donna Crowell. I'm from Springvale, Maine, and this is for the Biggest Loser Fan Podcast. I had originally called in to your March 26, 2010 show, and I just wanted to give you an update. At that time, I had lost 24 pounds since New Year's, and my husband lost 36 pounds. Since then, I have lost 45 pounds and am at my, I, my goal weight. My husband has lost 60 pounds and is at his goal weight. Wow. I had told you that we were going to, we were training together for the Beach to Beacon 10K Road Race in Cape Elizabeth, Maine. And just wanted to let you know that my husband's uh, goal time for that race was 60 minutes. He actually did it in 58.49. My goal time was an hour 10, and I actually did it in an hour 8.35. So we both beat our goal times by, over, by about a minute and a half. I'm um, let you know that I'm now training for the main half marathon, which is coming right up on October 3rd. 
So we are doing great on our weight loss uh, and maintenance journeys in fitness. And we're looking forward to continued motivation on our health and fitness journey from Season 10 of The Biggest Loser and continued Biggest Loser Fan podcast. So keep up the good work. We are listening to you every week. Thanks. Bye-bye. Donna, thank you so much. And wow, congratulations. That's a total of more than 100 pounds between the two of them meeting and exceeding the goals for their for their runs and not only that but uh you know the the fact that they are continuing on in their journey of being inspired on a regular basis i love this i love it too and i this is the kind of feedback that is encouraging and and and, and it makes you realize that it, it is definitely feasible and you have to set yourself a goal and even if it takes a while to get there these people do it, and they 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 want us to succeed as well. And that's why they are sharing their uh, their own journey with us. Exactly. Now, I do want to give up a give an update on Stephanie, my wife, who yeah. you'll remember she came on to the Biggest Loser podcast a little while ago and shared that she had, I think that was in July, she had a goal of running 100 miles, and she accomplished that goal. And I am proud to say, very much so for my wife, that she actually achieved another 100 miles in August. Wow. And then that's, that's walking, right? Or is it, is it running? Exactly. Uh, it, oh, no, it is uh, walking. It is, uh, she's doing a lot of walking. She's doing a lot of the elliptical. She'll track her miles on the elliptical like it does. So she's mixing it up a bit. Sweet. Wow, that's impressive. It is very <laughs> impressive. Uh, it never fails. At the end of the month, there's always been, you know, something that happens within within the month that uh, gets her off for, you know, required three and a half miles or whatever it is per day. And uh, it never fails. Like the last couple of days of the month, she has to do like a 10 or a 20 mile deal. <laughs> I really admire her perseverance in that and her, um, well, just the courage to even want to set a goal like that. Because yeah. it's it's hard to make it, and uh, it's <laughs> I'm glad that at least someone is trying. Because <laughs> I have to confess that the past few weeks have been really tough for me. Uh, with um, we did travel to the United States uh, a couple of weeks ago. That's why you haven't been hearing a, a lot of us lately. We we both have been traveling, and uh, and then afterwards, after my trip to the U.S., I've been uh, on vacation for two weeks. And even though I I I'm <sighs> I had this firm resolution to stay on the, you know, well, not on the diet, but basically to watch my food and to to run and to do all that. I still gained weight and uh, and I wasn't able to to accomplish all my goals. And so when I came back home, uh, you know, for three weeks or four weeks, I hadn't been on the scales. And I stepped on and uh, I was back at, what is it, 75 kilograms. Um, let me quickly convert that into U.S. dollars. No, wait a second. That's not the right one. <laughs> Hold on. Pounds. So that would be 75 kilograms. Um, that's 165 pounds. And you got to remember that uh, when I ran my marathon last year, I weighed 149 yeah. So that's still, that's 15 extra pounds. And so I came back home and was, this was last week. I was like, I am not going to give up. I have to get back. In the, and and all, all, almost all of this is related to rhythm. It's kind of a lifestyle. And if you're traveling and you're on vacation, I cannot eat my regular things. So I, and I thought that I knew enough about food to kind of estimate the calories. And, but 
that is much more difficult than it seems, especially when you're in a country where you don't know exactly how, you know, what is in the food. So that was challenging. And um, what also uh, proved to be very difficult is to resist temptation. You know, I was with three friends on vacation. Well, first of all, I was in, in Boston with you <laughs> and there was a lot of good food over there. And, and sometimes you just don't want to count calories. You're like, <laughs> Give me a break. <laughs> and, and on vacation, I had several days like that where it's like, come on, we're invited by these people. They've got this great French food. How can I, you know, take out my iPhone and start inputting all those calories? I cannot. It's not Christian. <laughs> <laughs> but I had, I had to pay the price. And so now that I've been back for a week, I was like, I am going to set myself a new goal. I want to get back to my original marathon weight. Um, and there is only one quick way to get there for me, and that is to start counting calories again and, and to uh, start a fitness regime and start running again. So first few days, I try to estimate ca calories. It's so funny. I'm, I'm, you know, I know that I can't do it because I've tried it in the past for a year. I was like, I'm just going to eat less. And then, you know, I know how many calories are in this and that. And then the first few days, I was gaining weight when I was back home. <laughs> and I was constantly hungry. It's like, obviously, I'm not good at estimating calories. And so just four days ago, I started um, rechecking in with the Lose It application on the iPhone. And I just, it, I, I didn't change the food intake. And I was just inputting the calories, calculating the calories. Turned out that I thought that I was eating 1,300 calories, and in reality, I was eating 1,900 calories. Mm. And, so, and it's in stupid little things. It just matters a lot if you put one tablespoon or two tablespoons of oil in your pan. And it, and, and it matters if you put Gouda cheese on your, on your uh, sandwich in the morning or you eat just oatmeal with, with skimmed milk. I mean, that, that can be a difference of 200 calories. Yep, And you make a few mistakes like that and you're boom, you're over your target uh, amount of calories and you start gaining weight or at least you don't, you don't make any progress. And since I started counting calories, the pounds are going down Yeah, and it's so funny. So it's going to be, again, it's going to be a long road and I actually, I'm kicking myself that I have to restart because I was like, I thought I knew, I, I thought I, I knew how to do this. <laughs> but I, the, the one, the upside is I know that if I set myself a goal and if I stay faithful to the counting calories and the and the running, you know, I'll I'll get there. Yeah. Well, I I want to say that I obviously uh, had you know my routine kind of mixed up several weeks back when uh, we were both in Boston, and you know when it was it wasn't so much in Boston that I had a huge issue. I mean, I, I think that if I look back at the food that I ate and. And I, there was enough energy and excitement and stuff like that that it wasn't too bad. I certainly was not counting my calories, and I'm certain that I was over. But I was also, you know, just rate, just be, as the result of, you know, having to walk everywhere and, and standing all day and, and, and going back and forth. I think that kind of just took care of that. But coming back for me was uh, very difficult because for me, yeah. I took off four days of, of what would normally be work. And yeah. so a lot of work, uh, emails built up. And of course, you know, I, I'm very thankful over this. Trust me, I am not complaining in the very least. But there was a lot of e people who were at the Catholic New Media Conference who had then emailed me once they returned. And that even put me further behind on the amount of stuff that yeah. I had. And so, yeah. so what happened was I found myself just working, working, working just to even 
slow, just to keep my head above the water and trying to, I mean, I wasn't moving forward. I was just trying to keep myself from drowning. Uh, and it took me about two and a half weeks to just get caught up to where I was before I left. And, or at least at that level of being on top of things, which, which was, it's a great thing, but it wasn't a great thing my, for my daily physical activity. That completely got cut out. Um, I, like you, I gave up on, you know, counting my calories and because I gave up on counting my calories, there were certainly times when it was a whole lot easier for me to say, "Mm, Snickers bar sure does sound good right now. 284 (laughs) calories, cha-ching, cha-ching, (laughs) cha-ching. I am proud to say though, well, maybe I'm not proud to say, but, um, you know, if I look at it, I think, I think I was what down to 214. I was around 212 at one point. I am at when I logged in this morning, I'm at 219. So, you know, that, that's a little disappointing, but I, I always keep this in mind. When I started this all out, I was at 268. Right. You know, and I, and I try, and I, the one thing I'm very thankful of is I'm very thankful of the Lose It application that shows you that graph of where you were when you started. And so I mm-hmm. can still see how far I've come. And even, yeah. even in the midst of several weeks of being out of ro- routine, I wasn't so far off. But I want to say that I'm thankful for this podcast because yesterday and today I prepared for this podcast. Uh, the, <laughs> the accountability that is included in this podcast got me off my butt. And yes, or not, let's see, the day before yesterday, I walked four miles during the evening. I was going to walk yesterday, but circumstances didn't allow it. And so this morning I woke up at about seven o'clock this morning and I eventually got out for a walk and I walked for 4.25 miles this morning. So I just want to say this podcast is really, it is a motivator for me to stay on top of this thing. Yeah. Same for me. It's, it's a, it's a reminder. It's something that I'm not afraid to, to share even my own uh, mistakes and uh, struggles. Um, but I am grateful that I can and that there is this moment where I can share that and, and motivate myself to, hey, just don't give up. Uh, I, I feel responsible. I was like, I have to give a good example because if I can't do it, then, you know, everybody's got to get discouraged. And so there is definitely, uh, 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 I think, great value in, 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 in doing this show. Even if no one would listen, I would still probably do it just because it helps me stay on target and to constantly kind of rethink where am I now? Where do I want to go? What, what is there left to improve? And in a certain way, I'm, I'm, I'm even grateful for the setback because it gives us some something to talk about in the next weeks. <laughs> and it certainly makes us more relatable. So so yep. we we let ourselves go for you. That's what for you, the audience, we we do this for you. We don't send us more snicker bars if you want this <laughs> podcast to continue. Oh, <laughs> uh, so hey, you know, if if it's okay with you, I'd love to talk about um our, our trip to Boston and not so much, yep. you know, the new media and podcasting and tech geekiness mm-hmm. of it all. But just the fact that you and I, after a year of podcasting together, but not just a year of podcasting together as co-hosts of the show, um, but after about five years of friendship, we actually got to meet each other for the very first time. Indeed. And it was epic. <laughs> it was out of this world. I mean, it's like I, I literally felt, you know, when I first, you know, the very first time you walked into the lobby, I was standing in the hotel lobby. You know, yeah. it, there was that half a second of like awkwardness 
It's like, <laughs> wow, Father Roderick's taller than I thought he was. And and you were like, wow, you're close shorter than I thought he was. And there was just that little bit of like, oh, that that's a little, that that's shocking. And, yeah. and then after that, it, I mean, I want to say it wasn't even like it was somebody that I haven't seen since high school. It was like, mm-hmm. it, it was almost as though it was, it was like seeing you face to face was, it was like the first time I've seen you face to face since last year's family reunion. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of how it felt to me too. It's like, um, yeah, didn't we just met? <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> it's it's so it was very familiar, and there, um, it, it's not like you have to catch up on a lot of things. It, you just continue the conversation. But the what what the big difference was that normally we talk like every week, an hour, and we talk a little bit after recording this podcast, and that's about it, you know. And we we are both very busy. And this time during the weekend, we've been hanging out, you know, like an entire day on, uh, the, you know, on Sunday. Uh, and then on, did we do something on Monday? Oh, oh we yeah, did the yeah. whole walk to Chipotle. <laughs> yes, we <laughs> got to talk about Chipotle. Chipotle. <laughs> and, and just the, the it, it, it brings the conversation to a whole different level because you've got so much more time to share and to kind of exchange ideas. And there's, uh, it's, it's a, it's a different chemistry in a way, uh, you, you, there, uh, I really, really uh, think that those three days have, um, it's like a condensed version of what normally is all the stuff that we would talk about over a year or so. And that was just in three days. Yeah, it, it was it was absolutely amazing. And and when I compare the kind of, you know, conversations that you and I had, uh, you know, during the evenings, we went to dinner a couple nights and yeah. uh, or when we went to dinner together one evening, it was just the two of us. And, um, and, 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 you know, just the conversations that you and I had. I don't have those conversations with people that I've known for years face to face here at home. You know, right, it, it, right. it's it never gets to that level of of where you feel like you really know that person. You're comfortable enough to share this kind of conversation. And yeah, it, I I totally agree. And and it's it's it was possible because of this. Uh, friendship that's been going on for five years. And the funny thing is, it's kind of a time-shifted, uh, TiVo-like <laughs> uh, friendship because I'm listening to your very personal thoughts on your podcast when you are asleep or, you know, <laughs> in a totally different time zone. And the same is true for my shows when I record something you know, I'm walking outside and then and, and, and doing a brain dump on a podcast and you might listen to that like two days later. And yet it's still as if we've had that conversation, even though it's not been. I mean, it's it's so strange how that works. It, it is because here's the thing, what some people may not realize. And, and well, actually, I think a lot of our listeners would because they have list, several of our listeners have listened to like every episode of the the breakfast, you know, the daily breakfast and yeah. or the break with Father Roderick and and every episode of Healthy Catholic. And there's I can't believe it, but there are people who have listened to every episode of Pursuing a Balanced Life way back to when it was my crazy life. And so we have listened. I, I know I've listened to hundreds of hours of you talking about everything. Yeah. You have listened to hundreds of hours. I mean, who do you know in life anywhere ever that you've ever had hundreds of hours of their innermost thoughts? Right. And so it, to to come together, I, I know that there would be people I, if we were, of course, we would never do this. But if we were to have recorded the conversations that you and I had <laughs> Uh, over dinner, you know, in the hotel room at night, and and just, I bet mm-hmm. you there would be people who would pay lots of money for the to just know what <laughs> the conversations you and I had. 
but man, was it was just so much fun. And and I tell you, it was a highlight of of my trip to Boston and a lot of fun. Yeah, same here. Uh, it was definitely the 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 highlight, and it, it was it it gave me so many ideas, also, and so much to think about, and. I was like, man, I, I just wish I lived over there, you know, so we could have these meetings more often. <laughs> and and the funny thing is that that whole, um, how do you say that, confidentiality or that friendship on a very personal level. Um, I've I've met several people. We, we organized, or you actually organized, uh, a meet and greet on Sunday afternoon in that um, bar in, where was that? In John, near, it's, the, near Harvard. Yeah, it's John Harvard's uh, in Cambridge. Yeah. And, um, and several people came up to me and said, you know, I've been listening for years and I, I, it's as if you're part of the family. It's like so weird to see you standing here and, 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 and you see them react in the same way. It's like you could immediately go to a level of conversation and to a depth and to a, how do you say that? You don't have to kind of uh, exchange formalities and so who are you again and blah 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 no it's like right away you, you just dive into depths of of ideas and their personal life and 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 i mean that people often say that that you know internet etc it's a threat to real human relationships huh. And I would say bollocks <laughs> it's quite the opposite it is an amazing tool to get to know people from the inside. And I think that this podcast too kind of does that. I, I feel like we're sharing very personal things. I mean, I know so many people who would never, ever reveal to to anyone, not even their spouse, you know, what their what their weight is and, and their, the things that they struggle with in terms of living a more balanced life. Yet we get this amazing feedback from our listeners that we've never met. We've yeah. never had a discussion with them. And they share so much beautiful personal things it, it, i think it's 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 the friendship that makes this whole thing work yeah and um and it is by showing it's basically by by sharing your heart and and what is most important to you that forms that friendship and nourishes it and if we would all stay on the on the superficial side you know and this podcast would just be well the last episode of the biggest loser we saw blah 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 and we just do a rehash and then well we had some uh, uh expert uh, information from this article that we're now going to read to you and no one would have a personal connection to uh to the show or to to us as hosts and 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 we would never get this type of feedback exactly and we wouldn't feel comfortable to share <laughs> the things that we are uh, experiencing if we didn't feel that you have that same kind of personal relationship with us as the hosts. Exactly. Exactly. Hey, let's talk about um, our pilgrimage to Chipotle. So <laughs> so this is now the gspn.tv listeners portion of the audience. They all know about Chipotle. Uh, and of course, you've I'm, you've certainly heard Stephanie and I talk about Chipotle before. Mm -hmm. so, I just didn't know what it was. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So here, here we went. Uh, we were walking around downtown Boston uh, it was Sunday morning. We slept in uh, and we didn't have any breakfast at all. And we're walking the streets of Boston saying, you know, hey, where are we going to go eat breakfast? Or, well, actually, by that time, it was lunch, lunchtime. And yeah. and lo and behold, it's like, 
hmm, I wonder if they have a Chipotle here. And you're like, hmm, Chipotle. What's that? Tell me about this again. And so I, I told Father Roderick about Chipotle and he's like, oh yeah, they're the ones that are, you know, the, that are associated with, you know, promoting the uh, food ink and, you know, organic food and naturally grown and stuff. And, and so I'm like, yeah, it, it's, a, it's, in my opinion, it's, if you're going to eat fast food anywhere, go to Chipotle. So I have to say I was particularly interested because I had already been in the States for uh, more than a week. I, I had my share of fast food and just all the stuff that in the past I loved about the United States. It's like, oh, this is so good. It's so salty. It's so deliciously fat. And now I was like, oh, I can't believe that I used to eat this stuff and give me some good food. Yeah. I was like, I want to check out this Chipotle thing. It sounds like this is the best thing after Lost. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, is, so we pull out, I pulled out my iPhone and I, I pull up the Google Maps and I search for Chipotle. And the closest Chipotle to where we were was by Fenway Park. Now, if you're not very familiar with uh, with Boston and relative to downtown to Fenway Park, then this probably doesn't make a lot of sense to you. But for those of you who are very familiar with Boston, you know that that's a little bit of a trek. Well, Father Roderick and I decided that we would go walk to lunch three and a half miles away. <laughs> so and it was warm over there. It was it was it was a hot day. <laughs> it was a nice, toasty, warm day. It was about 89, 90 degrees. And we walked three and a half miles to Fenway Park and just one block or two further down to a, a Chipotle. And so, Father Roderick, I have to ask you now, honest opinion, what do you think about Chipotle? Um, let's say that it has been a recurring theme in my dreams. It's <laughs> <laughs> like... Um, that that alone for me would be a reason to go back to Boston or wherever they have Chipotle. It was very good. What I really loved was we were, you know, I was thinking, okay, it's this this chain restaurant thing, and so I had no idea what to expect. And it was on a like it was a lunch. It was lunchtime, okay, but we weren't in the busiest part of Boston, and yet we walk up to this unassuming. Thing. I mean, I didn't even see the logo at first. And then they said, oh, there it is. And there was this line inside, like two lines. It was just wrapped around a corner. And there were even people kind of standing right there at the entrance. Like, what is going on here? And so we had to wait for a while. We, we filmed that goofy video on your on your iPhone. I, I, I'm not sure if you've ever posted that somewhere on YouTube or something. I, it hasn't made it up yet, but the photo did go up on Flickr, though. <laughs> anyway, and uh, while we were waiting, of course, you told me about the whole organic side, and I actually saw them prepare the food in the kitchen. And I just before that, um, I made a trip from Philadelphia to Boston by car. And I remember that in the evening, we, we Everything was closed uh, and we had to stop for dinner. And so we stopped at a McDonald's and I, the only thing that I dared to eat there was the salad. And I remember you got this plastic kind of container and there is some greenish stuff that is in there and it's supposed to be the lettuce. And you just, it, it looked horrible. It definitely looked like it was all processed and there were lots of, probably lots of chemicals. And, you know, it's so funny, but you just realize how much your taste buds have evolved by not eating all that junk food anymore. And so I was taking a bite. And again, this was something that I had before in a McDonald's. And I remembered it to be good. And I, I tasted it as like I had, I wanted to throw it away. It was so horrible. And 
So seeing uh, being at Chipotle in the in line and seeing them actually carrying in full crops like a big chunk of of lettuce and cleaning it under the, in the sink, you know, under the, it was just it's like wow, this is real food. <laughs> Who knew that they had real food over here? <laughs> Yes, indeed. And and not only that, you know, in, in our in the States here, I often hear people say, you know, it's like, oh, we don't have Chipotle, but we have something. It's just like it. It's called Quadobo or Quadabas or Quadobas or whatever. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, so it's just like it. So they also have all naturally gl- grown beef, grass fed beef. They also have uh, organic or uh, naturally grown chickens and, and they make their their all of their ingredients fresh every single day in their restaurant. Right. Oh, yeah. no, they don't do no. that. And they, I said, oh, so it's not just like Chipotle. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, you know, and the thing is, I've always had this idea, This and this was always difficult for me when I go do my groceries because I decided to, you know, I want to be eat more organic and, and I want to make that. It, it, it's a little bit more expensive, but I think it's worth it. But it was more a, kind of an ideological thing. It's like I have to be able to, I, I, I need to make the right choices. I have to practice what I preach. I know that it's much better for me. And so that's why I go the extra mile. But the thing was with Chipotle, that was one of the first times that I really could taste that it was so much better, especially compared to kind of what 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 a chain food, fast food restaurant like McDonald's tries to make you, uh, tries to sell you as being healthy food. Uh, this was so good that I could tell the difference. I was like, this is food that is made with love and with respect for the ingredients. And you can actually taste it. Who knew? And it wasn't actually, it wasn't that expensive. And it's not that expensive. Now, normally when we go to Chipotle, I'd like to share kind of like what we had that day, just because I know there are a lot of people here who are listening to this who have never had Chipotle before. And the funny thing is, is I've been talking about Chipotle on my podcast now for five, well, I think it's been about five years. Yeah, matter of fact, I know it has. I know it has. They're still not a sponsor. They're still not a sponsor. But I've been talking about Chipotle for five years. I get emails every month. I probably get about somewhere between five to 15 emails per month from people who say, hey, I was visiting this city and we traveled an hour and a half to go to Chipotle. It was so good. It's like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they would drive so far out of their way just to eat at Chipotle. So if you're ever wondering what to get, let me tell you what Father Roderick and I had. And I do suggest if you're eating there for the very first time to get the get to get the full experience, get the burrito. Now, when I say get the burrito, that means that you're going to get the flour tortilla and the flour tortilla just all within itself, 290 calories, which is why I normally don't get the flour tortilla. But right. with, given the fact that it was about 90 degrees, we walked three and a half miles there and we were obviously going to walk 309 or 300 or three and a half miles back. I think we were OK to have the uh, the tortilla. So the tortilla is 290 calories. But here's what we get. Here's what I usually get on mine. I personally will get uh, the rice the, and just whatever helping of rice they normally put on there. I get black beans on mine. And then I get chicken. Uh, the chicken, in my opinion, is their signature meat, but they have other meat options as well. Uh, it is naturally grown or organic. I don't know if it's officially organic, but it's it's the same thing, only organic. You have to have licenses from the farm. The farms have to have licenses. But anyway, mm-hmm. uh, it's naturally grown chicken. And then what I do is I get actually two different salsas. I get the mild salsa, which is this fresh tomato salsa, and, and then I get the green chili, which is a fresh green chili 
uh, tomatilla salsa. And I get a little bit of both of those, and then I just have them sprinkle one ounce of cheese on it. Now, I think and, and you, you specified, you know, a little bit because otherwise they'll just, you know, like drown that thing in sauce if you're not careful. Well, the, the one that you're the one that you're talking about is the sour cream. I always oh, get yeah. mine without sour cream that it cheese. Yeah. Matter of fact, every single time I've ever been to Chipotle, if you tell them you want cheese, I mean, they're really good. You can tell it's one ounce of cheese. I mean, they're, mm. they're that good at it. But it, I, I don't like sour cream myself. You did get sour cream, but I made sure to tell you. Tell them that you want light sour cream because you saw somebody in front of you got it. And I mean, they will, they will, they will drown that thing in sour cream. (laughs) But Father Roderick did get sour cream on yours. And did, I think you also got their fresh guacamole, didn't you? Yeah. Which was amazing. I mean, guacamole, again, you got to remember it's very healthy because it's made of uh, avocado, which is one of the healthiest, um, uh, how do you say that? Vegetable uh, fats. So it's got a lot. Of uh, what omega three in it, so it's healthy, but it's also it's still fat, so <laughs> it adds to the calorie count of the thing. But it was really, really good. And um, but again, it's you gotta count the calories because it's definitely um, it, it, the the sauce alone would easily add a hundred to one hundred and fifty calories. Yeah, and now I will tell you that the avocados, I mean the the guacamole, just like everything else there, they bring the avocados in. They actually make the guacamole right there fresh every day. Actually, it it, it was just as good as uh, I once was in San Antonio, actually last year for the the CNMC uh, 2009 and uh, we were in San Antonio on a in a restaurant and they prepared guacamole there right there in front of me. And I, the, the guacamole at Chipotle was the, at the same level. Uh, that's how good it was. Yep. And so, and, and then we basically got all of that. And I think you had a little sprinkling of the fresh lettuce on yours as well. Could be. And, and yeah. I, I believe so. And then they wrap it up. And I, I will tell you, I don't know if they train for weeks, months, or years to learn how to actually wrap all of that inside of one flour tortilla. <laughs> it is the TARDIS of tortillas, <laughs> if you know Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. It's like you have this this telephone booth and you enter it and there's this huge space in it. Well, that's kind of how this tortilla is like. There is no way in the world that that contents can fit in a tortilla. But somehow magically they wrap it and it's like, boom, you've got, you've got a big tortilla. Exactly. And and so they do it. Do you know how many people are going to have Chipotle today because of this? I'm looking at the live chat room. <laughs> I'm, I'm currently uh, browsing the uh, website of uh, Delta Airlines to see if I can catch a flight to, to Boston tonight. <laughs> That's how hungry I'm now. Thanks. Oh, goodness. So anyway, anyway so uh, you get all this stuff. They, they wrap it really tight in this in this tortilla. And it really is. I mean, it, you, you look at this thing. It's like, how can one human being eat this? And, um, but it's good. So we went out, we grabbed our, 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 our burritos and we sat outside. And by the way, normally what I would do is they have the thing called a burrito bowl and they have this, you know, recycled bowl that they have and and it's, you know, they put all the contents of everything I just told you, but they put it in a bowl instead of the flour tortilla. Uh, without my flour tortilla, what I get is 640 calories. So 640 plus 290 that's what my burrito was. Yours was a little bit more with the guacamole and sour cream. But uh, still, I think we calculated up. We were about 800, 850 calories. Yeah. So you got to think this is dinner. You yeah. know, this is, this is, and this is a good dinner. It's, this is not something, it's not a snack that you take, you know, <laughs> in between, uh, in, in between breakfast and, and lunch. You, you, you got to take this serious. Yep. Uh, seriously. But 
it's it's a good experience. And um, and the funny thing is, we we knew exactly how many calories we were consuming, and that was the fun part of it because we were like, okay, so let's calculate now how many calories we've burned by walking to the basically it's the Red Sox Stadium from from downtown Boston. That's how far we went and back. And how much how many calories are we actually burning? And I think that we 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 the the overall count was zero. I think we burned as many calories as we've eaten. Well almost I, I weigh a little bit more than you, Father Roderick, so I actually burned about two hundred more calories than you did. Yeah. So, yeah. so I, you, for I think it, you broke even. It was a complete zero. So here it was. We had had lunch. We are completely satisfied, and we had walked back to the city, you know, feeling fully satisfied. And you were at zero calorie net for the day, and I was negative two hundred calorie net for the day. And that is a good feeling, believe me. <laughs> it sure is. It sure is. Uh, but man, it was it was so good. It was so much fun. So, folks, I'm sorry, but uh, yeah, if you don't have Chipotle next to you, I don't know what you're gonna do. But but go. Well, out. again, you know, I was challenged. I was like um, observing what what how they were preparing it. I was like, when I get back home, I am going to try to make a burrito like this with organic ingredients, and I think I can do that. Uh, well, it won't be the same, but. Uh, it gave me a lot of ideas, and that's kind of how I eat now. That's why I don't like to go to a place like McDonald's or anything because the food has been so overprocessed that you can't even recognize what they did to the food. You don't even know if you're eating what this, what's on the menu. You know, it says chicken, but might as well be like chicken flavored and chicken shaped, but it's actually it's coming from Mars, you know, because it's cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> so well, uh, just watching. Uh, um, food like what they make at Chipotle, and I'm sure there are many other uh, outlets where you can get similar, you know, organic food. It, it, it just inspired me for, you know, coming up with some new recipes and trying out some new stuff myself. They do have some great uh, flavors there. And the one thing I will tell you is if you just go on to Google and do, Chip, you know, Chipotle restaurant uh, recipes or whatever, uh, you can find the ingredients that they use. Um, it, it's not the official ingredients given to you by the restaurant, but people have have inspected. I mean, it, I mean, it's, you can sit there and watch them make it. So, yep. so I mean, people know what what goes into that. And uh, Stephanie has. We've had Chipotle nights here, and uh, we've we've. She's come very close to the food that's at Chipotle. Wow! Actually, I found a, a website called ChipotleFan.com, yes. and they have recipes. <laughs> yes. And perhaps let's let's go through some of the stuff that's here because you know we. I wanted to have the full experience, and so uh, Cliff, you 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 told me basically that if you want to have the full Chipotle, uh, you know, uh, the, the whole experience, even if you know it's it's going to be a lot of calories, take this and take this and take this. But let's go through the ingredients here, and just tell you, you can you can get very close to the Chipotle taste without the, the calories. You already said the 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 burrito, the what's it called, the the tortilla, the, the tortilla. That is that. That alone, two hundred something calories. Um, the rice, that's a lot of calories too. So if you don't mind uh, leaving out the rice, that is going to easily going to be another one hundred calories if you're not careful. Rice is is, is just uh, beans. I was surprised. I, uh, yesterday I ate um, those red beans. Uh, what are they called again? The um, oh, I don't know. 
But it was the only thing left and I had forgotten to do to go shopping for groceries. And so I just had a can of beans and some onions and stuff. And so I was like, oh, beans, that's that's vegetables, right? So I can eat as many as I want. And then afterwards, I went in to lose it. And I looked it up and actually uh, one can of beans was 250 calories and it was much more than I thought. So be careful. It's not because something is vegetables that it doesn't have any calories. And then I get, I think that the chicken actually is, is pretty light. That's not going to add much, especially because you can only, you know, a few pieces of chicken already do the trick in a, in a burrito. Um, the, uh, again, the guacamole, that's, that's heavy stuff. That, that's a lot of calories. So I'd say go easy on that or just cut it out completely if you don't need it. Sour cream, same thing. And unless it's kind of, they do have light variants like uh, diet, what's it, like diet cream or something like that. They've got kind of replacements that you can use. But for instance, hot salsa, take as much as you want. That That's very, usually a very low in terms of calories. I, I want to say if you're on yeah. the if you're on the uh, chipotlefan.com website and you click on nutrition information there's a Chipotle nutrition calculator 2.0 Oh and, excellent yeah and, and there's it. little yeah. check boxes and as you check off the ingredients that you put into your your Chipotle experience it t- calculates uh, Oh wow that's awesome it calculates everything yeah. for you And there are applications that do this for you as well on the iPhone <sighs> It Actually, is. it is. It's updating it right as I as I click these things. So you've got the nutrition facts. Yep. So let's yep. add a tortilla uh, that is uh, two hundred ninety calories. You were right. Let's add oh, the rice. You better believe I was right. I know this stuff inside and out. Let me tell you. Oh, <laughs> the rice. The rice alone, one hundred and thirty calories. Let's see if I was right about the pinto beans. One hundred and twenty. Oh, that's still not too bad. Uh, chicken, 190. Okay, so that's that's more than I thought. Corn is usually, oh, that's only 80. The salsa, oh, that's the salsa. Tomato salsa, only 20. Huh, that's amazing. Yep. And the green, the green salsa that you take, only 15. So that's almost nothing. Yep. The cheese, uh, 100. Hmm. Sour cream, 120. Guacamole, 150. So wow, there's so there's 50 calories of difference between guacamole and cheese, mm-hmm. and then of course chips. Yeah, <laughs> if you add chips, yeah, don't do the chips. 570 calories just for the chips. 570. <laughs> oh my gosh! So salad dressing 260. Wow, this is this is very educational. So anyway, if if folks, if you're listening to this, go and definitely check out Chipotle. If you're in a, if you're in an area where there's not one. Uh, I would encourage you to to make a pilgrimage to Chipotle wherever you go on a on a trip that has ha, where there's a town that has one. It, it's worth the experience, I I believe. And call our listener feedback line to tell me how it was <laughs> and how you burned off those calories. Yes, that's what we, we want to know how you burned off the calories. <laughs> oh, hey, talk about the biggest loser. Um, I said at the beginning of the show that we are about to start a new season, season 10 already in the United States. I just went to the Wikipedia entry for The Biggest Loser season 10. It's scheduled to start September 21st already. So that's two weeks from now, right? September 21st. Exciting. It's less less than three weeks from now. It's the first season of the show that will be filmed in high definition. Oh, good. You'll get even more pixels of fat <laughs> for the same. Well, price. you know, I always hate watching TV shows that have the two black bars on the side anyway. So, yeah. 
Yeah, true. And uh, and of course, uh, another thing. This is not not specific for um, the Biggest Loser, but if you're watching this via iTunes, if you you might have seen the latest uh, keynote by Steve Jobs, and he was announcing that the TV shows of a number of networks are going down in price. So they will go to the 99 cents. Now, I don't think that NBC is part of the deal yet, is it? They are not. It's Fox and ABC. But I, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, we, we're, we're going to see some price drops as well for, uh, for NBC shows in the future. And then, of course, if you live in the United States, you can, you can watch the show on the website of NBC for free. Yeah. So... Um, that it's, so, uh, there, there's no excuse for you not to watch it. <laughs> but we're going to continue to be here on a weekly basis even uh, before then. I know that the that weekend that it's supposed to start, um, Stephanie and I f- going on the 25th and 26th, we're going back to Boston. Oh, yeah. You're going to have to. You're going to go to that um, pod camp. Did you get sponsorship for that? I did. I got sponsorship. Matter of fact, uh, the person, the the ministry that sponsored the speaking track at the CNMC, uh, yeah. Dane Faulkner and uh, DivineOffice.org, yeah. they actually offered to sponsor all expenses paid for everything, including childcare for our for our three kids for four days. Uh, all wow. of it, All of it completely paid for by DivineOffice.org. That is amazing. Yeah. So, Dude. I'm so I'm so excited for you. I am very excited. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, if anybody wants to uh, to follow us on our trip and our journey to PodCamp Boston, we'll be tweeting about it, doing YouTube videos about it. When we come back, we'll be giving breakdowns of all the exciting things, the people that we learned uh, from, the, the people that we met and all that stuff. If you want to um, find out how the sponsorship all happened and who they are, check out gspn.tv slash divineoffice. Uh, there are great people over there, and uh, we are very appreciative for sure. And I, I'm I'm thankful for SQPN because I would have I would have never been hooked up with them if it weren't for the CNMC. So thank you. It's the magic of all these internet connections. And uh, if if anyone is listening who is you know involved in a in a ministry or a or a business, and you want to become a sp- sponsor of this particular show, you you know what the effect is of this show. It's changing people's lives. Our listeners are a very attentive audience. So if you want to be a sponsor of the Biggest Loser Fan Podcast, be sure to contact us. And and how can they do that, Cliff? Uh, just send an email to feedback at biggestloserpodcast.com. And again, that's feedback at biggestloserpodcast.com. And we'll gladly talk to you about the potential there. Cliff, how can people follow you uh, even on an even more regular basis uh, next to this particular podcast? Well, there's there's two ways. I, I would I would encourage people to check out uh, my other podcast that is closely related to this. Only my solo journey, uh, pursuing a balanced life at pursuingabalancedlife.com or on Twitter via twitter.com/gspn. And you also have another podcast that you do that uh, you probably want to tell people about in your Twitter ID. Yeah, actually, I'm. I've been. Uh, I've wrapped up my uh, 40 day boot camp of health and holiness, and I've decided to actually go on with it because 40 days are not enough to to get healthy and to get holy. So I'll just be continuing that, and those will be all re- be recorded like uh, what you do with um, pursuing a balanced life. So I'm just basically gonna walk around and and record and do a ba- brain dump of anything that pops in my mind. It's it's a it's a very nice way I think to uh, kind of think about these themes you can find all that over at sqpn.com and you can follow father roderick over at 
twitter.com slash father roderick all spelled out as well anyway our music is all run out we're out of time god bless you all we'll be back next week and until next time be a loser <laughs>